Hey now, hey now, hey now, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a brand new edition of Over the Line. Today is April the 13th, 2021. So glad you are here. So glad you're watching this video or listening to this podcast. I've been trying to remember to remind people that listen to the audio podcast because we have a lot of you that you can go over to YouTube and watch the video there, or you can watch the video on Rumble by going to uh, Andrew, I guess it's at Andrew McLean who on Rumble. I'm, I think that's our profile name. I need to get that changed over the line, but whatever. That's where the show's. Every show gets uploaded there, and uh, you can see it. There's plenty of places. If you've got uh, Roku or Apple TV, you can watch it there as well. All you got to do is download the... Uh, Grow a grow coal app. Is that what we call <laughs> it's a bit of it since I said it? I try to make sure I pronounce it right. Grow coal. Grok grok hole. I'm gonna get in trouble for saying that wrong. Uh but if you download that app, G-R-O-K-A-L-L, -L, download that app, and over the line is on there each and every episode. Uh you can watch them right there on your smart TV, your Roku device, or whatever. So Today's show is about one thing and one thing only, and that is the fact that Joe Biden is the most racist president in modern history. Without a shadow of a doubt, there's nobody even close to how racist Joe Biden is and has been throughout his entire entire career first let me tell you about my boys at vapor forge y'all need to make sure you go and check these guys out because they are proud sponsors of this show and if it weren't for them you probably wouldn't get as many over the line episodes as you currently do um if i'm being honest uh best selection best prices uh vape stuff delta 8 cbd whatever you need they got it they're gonna hook you up you just make sure to mention over the line when you go in there, say, I heard it on the podcast, wanted to let y'all know that because Andrew McClain told me that's what I had to do. Um, Joe Biden and his racist past, his, his, his racist comments, even as of late, even on the campaign trail running for president this last time, it just, it never ends. And uh, even though we haven't seen an overtly racist comment from Joe Biden since he's taken office, trust me, it's coming. It's coming very, very soon. We are long overdue something racially insensitive to come out of Joe Biden's mouth. I mean, from past episodes where I've talked about this, I've got notes and notes and notes of just racist things Joe Biden has said. Over the years, it, it never ends. It, it's just, if I had enough time, I'd go through all of it. But I'm only going to be able to go through a portion. But I want to show you why. Because it is a bold statement to say the President of the United States is, in fact, racist. That is for us that actually like to use facts when we say stuff. And not just say, well, the orange man is racist because he wants to build a wall or something like that. We want to show you the proof. So if you then decide you want to take up the, uh, the the theology that Joe Biden is in fact a racist, you will know why you think that. Because it is in black and white. It is on video. It is in text. 
It is on audio format. It's everywhere. You've got all the evidence you could possibly, possibly need. Now, I heard one in particular um, just recently, and it was an audio recording I had not heard, and it had to do with busing. Now, if you'll recall, that was an issue. Kamala Harris was championing how she was one of this one of the, the top people uh, integrating busing, or maybe she talked about how she was a little girl and, and was affected directly by it. I, I, I don't know. I don't remember. Uh, but it was a big issue back then, and Joe Biden tried to pretend, as he ran for president this time, that he had nothing to do with uh, trying to continue segregation and being against busing white kids to black schools and black kids to white schools. He said, I wasn't against that. I was just against the federal government forcing school districts and, and states around the country to do that. But I wasn't against it. So let's really look at what Joe Biden said and try to figure out if that, in fact, was the case. If it really was, he just didn't want the federal government forcing that down people's throats and he wanted each individual school district and state to uh make their own decisions there are those of we social planners who think somehow that if we just subrogate man's individual characteristics and traits by making sure that a presently a heterogeneous society becomes a totally homogeneous society that somehow we're going to solve our social ills and quite to the contrary i think the concept of busing which implicit in that concept is the question you just asked or the the statement within the question you just asked that we are going to integrate people so that they all have the same access and they learn to grow up with one another and and, and all the rest, is a rejection of the whole movement of black pride, is a rejection of the entire black awareness concept where black is beautiful, black culture should be studied, and a cultural awareness of the importance of their own identity, their own individuality. And I think that's a healthy, solid proposal. So his proposal was to not allow white kids to go to black schools and vice versa was because he wanted to allow uh, black kids to go to only black schools so they could learn about their blackness, so they could learn African-American history and uh, black love or whatever he called it. That was his reason, okay? Which is contradicting what he said running for president which was, I wasn't against it. I, I just didn't want the federal government to do it. In this original, when it was going on audio clip, Joe Biden says that he's against it because he does not want them integrating. He does not want to put black kids in white schools because it would be better if black kids were just around other black kids with black teachers so they could learn about black stuff. <laughs> literally he says we need to keep the black people segregated so they can learn about black stuff that was joe biden that is joe biden's philosophy throughout the years when it came to integration 
He was a pro-segregationist. I mean, if you let's pull that uh, that picture back up that we had just now. This photo right here, you've probably seen it before. It's Joe Biden holding hands and cheering with a man named Robert Byrd. Now, who is Robert Byrd? Robert Byrd was um, a segregationist. He was a racist. He even vowed to uh, watch his country burn to the ground before he fought next to a black person in the military. He absolutely despised African Americans. Hated their guts. Their Hated their being. Wanted nothing to do with them. Now, back during the Civil War, uh, there were a lot of people within the state of Virginia that were pro-union. They were for the side of the Civil War that wanted to abolish slavery, correct? So that caused the people in Virginia that did not want to abolish slavery to break off. And then a state like West Virginia is born at that point. Robert Byrd, the man you see in the picture right now with Joe Biden, started a branch of the KKK in West Virginia in order to combat the people that were looking for the abolition of slavery. He created a a Ku Klux Klan chapter in order to do whatever they could do to keep the right to own slaves and keep African-Americans suppressed and treated like lesser human beings, to keep them from becoming citizens that are able to vote and drive and do all the things that we enjoy today. That was Robert Byrd. And Joe Biden loved Robert Byrd, absolutely loved him. And it wasn't just he was a colleague within the within the Congress that he just had to work with. He called Robert Byrd a mentor, a mentor, a guy that guided him through his career and taught him what he knows. That's right. And it's not just Joe Biden. It's the entire Democrat Party. Because guess what? Robert Byrd was elected to the Senate as the minority leader and then the senate majority leader by who the democrats that's right the democrats elected robert Byrd, the most powerful member of congress the senate majority leader republicans never did stuff like that republicans would have never gotten away with anything close to that but democrats Just a few short decades ago, I mean, we're talking a very short amount of time, made sure Robert Byrd was at the top of the totem pole in the Senate. But this is not about Democrats as a whole, even though I do think it's a a party that's rife with, with racist and racism. That's for another show. Joe Biden, though. Huge, huge fan of Robert Byrd as he looked at him as a mentor, a friend, a beloved friend, and um, even spoke at his funeral, gave the eulogy, even in death, even as Robert Byrd was gone, dead and gone, Joe Biden was still 
praising this man. That may be one of the biggest reasons Joe Biden is a racist. You could just simply go off the things he said about Robert Byrd. But there's so many other things, other people that Joe Biden has, you know, high thoughts of. George Wallace, even one of those. He often would uh, ponder on how awesome it would be if the Democrat Party had their own George Wallace. He literally said, I think the Democrat Party could stand a liberal George Wallace, someone who's not afraid to stand up and offend people, someone who is not afraid to pander and would not and would say what the American people know in their gut is right. He often bragged about gifts, uh, an award that he received from George Wallace at one time. Y'all know who George Wallace is. Are we all up to date on that? I don't know if I need to go explain that. Uh, we'll just say you see the images of uh, the people standing in front of uh, the uh, the college in Alabama refusing to let African-Americans in. That's, yeah, that's, that's who we're talking about. Um, James Eastland who was a former senator, racist senator, pro-segregationist. I want you to know I very much appreciate your help during this week's committee hearing and attempting to bring my anti-business legislation to a vote. That was James Eastland uh, talking about his partnership with Joe Biden. He loved these people. And who knows, maybe Joe Biden didn't even believe this stuff. But he was repeating almost verbatim what the segregationists in Congress were saying. So you take those things, and I don't think Joe Biden really has a mind of his own, don't get me wrong, but you can be a mindless sheep that just repeats what everybody else says and still come to the point where you say, these guys are kind of racist. Maybe I need to start plagiarizing other people. Maybe people that aren't racist. So you take all that and you say, well, Andrew, that was a different time. Joe Biden was was in a in an era where things were just really weird and, and people didn't realize how much damage stuff like racism and segregation did to society as a whole. But then I start thinking about things that have just been said by Joe Biden over the past 10 years or five years or one year or six months. And he continues to say incredibly racist things. Now, hear me out. This is a guy who is in a severe mental decline who often says things that he's not supposed to say. Okay, When you're losing your grip on your mind, when you're losing your grip on life in general, you may try to stay the course and try to stay on topic and try to have a regular conversation. But at some point, your brain's just going to start firing out random stuff that's in there. The stuff you really... It's almost like its almost like being drunk. You drink way too much at a party, and next thing you know, you're telling Kathy how much you hate her at work, at the work, uh, at the Christmas office Christmas party. You tell her how you really don't like her, and you think she's a horrible person, but you're just trying to be nice to her at work because that's what you're forced to do. That's what's like. It's like just being really drunk and all of a sudden being extremely honest. That's what Joe Biden's doing. 
But let's take a look, and, and these, some of these, most of these you, you've probably seen in the past, but let's just take a look at Joe Biden over the years and the things that he said that I don't know you could translate to anything else besides being incredibly, incredibly racist. Maybe, maybe I'm off base here. But if you're asking me, if you're asking Andrew McLean, I don't think you could come up with any other conclusion than this stuff being incredibly, incredibly racist. As I'm trying to get this stuff, our internet is absolutely awful today. And as some of y'all know, we do this live. There's no editing for these podcasts. There is no nothing. We just do it straight live. And of course, it's not going to work. But before we do that, let's go down this road. Joe Biden's stance back to segregation, back to how society views African-Americans. Joe Biden had this to say in 1975 with the uh, 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 Delaware-based newspaper. He said, I do not buy the concept. Let's see. He says, I do not buy the concept popular in the 60s, which said, we have suppressed the black man for 300 years and the white man is now far ahead in the race for everything our society offers. In order to even the score, we must now give the black man a head start or even hold the white man back to even the race. I don't buy that. Now, if we showed Biden supporters that comment right there, what do you think they would say? If we went to Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, who I truly believe probably doesn't even know all of the racist things Joe Biden has said, what do you think she would say? What do you think the people would say if we went to Minnesota? We went to Brooklyn Center, where the riots are going on right now. And we showed them and we played them the quotes, the video, the audio of Joe Biden and the things that he said in the past. What do you think their response would be? If they're consistent and they're actually concerned about racism and they're concerned about this empire of of uh, oppression that has been built in this country over the past few decades, the only conclusion they could come up with is that Joe Biden has spearheaded all that. And he has made it this way. From the systematic racism in the police force to the, the systematically racist voting laws in Georgia, Joe Biden, according to his own words, would have spearheaded every bit of that. Every single bit of it. So why is nobody talking about it? 
Why are we not bringing this stuff up on a daily basis? It should be talked about day after day after day. And remind people that this is who Joe Biden is. As I said, Joe Biden is closer to his deathbed than he's ever been. He doesn't make sense a lot of the time. But we're ripping down statues, okay? We're taking down Disney movies and cartoons because they represent something racist in the past. But we, by we, I mean 81 million Americans voted for one of the last living true segregationists in our government? Why does anybody expect me to believe that? We have got to make sure people know these things. Here's a brief history on Joe Biden. And the awful things that he said in uh, past years, past decades, and even more recently as the presidential campaign trail. Poor kids are just as bright and just as talented as white kids, wealthy kids, black kids. Wall Street. They're going to put you all back in chains. I've, I've had a great relationship. In Delaware, the largest growth in population is Indian Americans moving from India. You cannot go to a 7-Eleven or a Dunkin' Donuts unless you have a slight Indian accent. So fully, I'm not joking. Wow. I mean, you got the first sort of mainstream African-American yeah. who is articulate and bright and... And, and clean, nice-looking guy. I mean, it's, that's a storybook. You got more questions, but I tell you, if you have a problem figuring out whether you're for me or Trump, and you ain't black. It don't have nothing to do with Trump. Reputations and career on the segregation of race in this country. And it was not... Now, ladies and gentlemen, get ready for this one. This is, this is the best part. This is the best one of all. They are talking about the things that I just told you about. Joe Biden's stance on busing black kids to white schools. He was 100% against it, and he hid under the excuse of, well, we want black kids to learn about black stuff. So we need to keep them in a black school. We don't want to go over and put them with these pasty white kids, and they might not learn about black stuff. That was Joe Biden's stance. Not only that, but... You also worked with them to oppose busing. Look, agree? I did not oppose busing in America. What I opposed is busing ordered by the Department of Education. That's what I opposed. Well, I there did was not a failure of, of states to, to integrate no, public schools in America. I was part of the second the, class to integrate Berkeley, California public schools almost two decades after Brown v. Board of Education. Because your city council made that decision. It was a so local decision. So that's where the federal government must step now, in. That's why we have the Voting Rights Act and the Civil Rights Act. That's why we need to pass the Equality Act. That's why we need to pass the ERA, because that's there are moments in history where states fail to preserve the civil rights of all people. You just watched a video of the president being dressed down by the vice president. 
That's what you just watched. You just watched Kamala Harris wear out the current president of the United States because he is a racist. Literally because she is claiming he is a racist. But there's more, ladies and gentlemen. There's so much more of Joe Biden being an absolute racist. Listen to this. Please clarify specifically, have you taken a cognitive no, test? No, I haven't taken a test. Why the hell would I take a test? Come on, man. That's like saying you, before you got in this program, you take a test where you're taking cocaine or not. What do you think, huh? Are, are you a junkie? What do you say? Imagine a Republican uh, telling a black reporter that he needs to be tested, drug tested for cocaine. Imagine that. Unless we do something about that cadre of young people, tens of thousands of them, born out of wedlock, without parents, without supervision, without any structure, without any conscience developing, because they literally, I yield myself three more minutes, because they literally have not been socialized. They literally have not had an opportunity. We should focus on them now, not out of a liberal instinct for love, brother, and humanity, although I think that's a good instinct, but for simple, pragmatic reasons. If we don't, they will, or a portion of them will, become the predators 15 years from now. And Madam President, we have predators on our streets that society has, in fact, in part because of its neglect, created. Again, it does not mean because we created them that we somehow forgive them or do not take them out of society to protect my family and yours from them. They are beyond the pale, many of those people. Beyond the pale. And it's a sad commentary on society. We have no choice but to take them out of society. There is uh, President Joe Biden saying that uh, certain black people are predators and they must be taken off the streets. It's been absolutely fascinating to watch the left, and they still do it today, those that are confronted with these racist comments try to uh, squirm and explain away what Joe Biden said or say it's taken out of context. You got the full audio. We told you what he's saying. We told you what he was talking about. You mean to tell me that I, Andrew McLean, and I'm able to find that many racist comments from one man who's been in public life since the 70s. I'm able to find that many things to take out of context. Not just things to take out of context, but things that seem extremely racist on their face. At what point do you stop? You notice Joe Biden, he's he's been able to stop the whole sniffing people's hair. He hadn't done it in a while. I'm sure COVID has a lot to do with it and them keeping him away from everybody, hiding him in the basement, if you will. But he was doing it early on the campaign trail. And uh, <laughs> once the uh, sexual uh, harassment, sexual assaults charges started to drop, he's like, oh, well, I'm going to stop uh, being all lovey-dovey and hugging people. It's just who I am. 
It's not a big deal. So he was able to stop sniffing people's hair, which he was very fascinated with. That seems like a hard habit to kick. But he couldn't stop saying racist things. Whether or not they get taken out of context, why, why, why can you not stop saying things that seem racist? If that's the argument, it's an invalid argument because he's absolutely racist. He's been racist. He, he's racist today. That's the bottom line. There's nothing nothing anybody can do to change that. It's all there. There's not enough Google suppression, Facebook suppression, Twitter suppression that is going to hide all of the things that Joe Biden has said. We're not going to let it go. And until he is out of office we will make sure everyone knows especially those that support him that joe biden is a racist and if you support him you are ultimately supporting racism as joe biden supported robert bird if you support joe biden you are effectively that person there's no way around it. For four years, we listened to Donald Trump, who was beloved by everybody, even the African-American community, up until 2015 when he announced he was running for president. We listened to that man be called a racist over and over and over. And the left's response to a racist president was to elect the biggest racist of them all. The most racist person that was still alive in the Democrat Party, that's who we're going to put as president. That's the way we'll get rid of the orange man and all his racism. You're starting to see how that all works out. That's where we're at today. Joe Biden is a racist, and there's nothing he can do at this point to change that. That's it for this episode. Make sure you click like, you comment, you subscribe, and do all the things. Tell your friends, your family, your mama, your daddy, your, your granny with a hole in her panties. Tell everybody about this show, and we'll be back tomorrow with a brand new podcast for your face. Until then, see you, cool.